there was, but it was just like a. I, I thought we had to do like the whole intro thing and like I I didn't I feel like I stopped it for a second I stopped it because I thought you were gonna like talk about personal stuff and then I was like oh I don't want to like capture no, I that for some reason when you said I've already been recording I was like okay cool I didn't even think about hitting record on mine so I if you're cool with keeping the recording on your end that's fine with me well I stopped it but I started it again so we're going we're going now okay all right um, we're going might as well do was... the whole introy thing yeah okay. I'm Babs, and I'm about to tell you about my crazy cool weekend. I'm Belle, (laughs) and we are dysfunctional but cute. (laughs) This this podcast will never not be dysfunctional unless Belle and I get on the right cocktail of medications, and then I think it'll be boring. I think the only time it'll be like not dysfunctional is if we have a team of producers who are doing all this shit for us, and we just show up. And even then, it's even then. (laughs) <laughs> yep yep we'll break something <laughs> so Babs, how was your weekend it was great it was one of the best weekends i've ever had wait where did you pause did, did you get the part about me being in a relationship uh no okay so what i was telling i was telling babs that i i'm babs totally now <laughs> and i'm Belle. This is really confusing for the people listening to audio. Okay, starting um, over, uh, some context no, I, for this. I was pre-recording, and then um, I told Babs that I was recording, but I didn't think we had started yet. It was just, like, pre-recording. Um, so she just started going into it, and I was like, wait, wait, let me let us start over. So starting over, she was telling me about her weekend. <laughs> yeah, I, um, I was saying how I actually had one of the best weekends I've had in the longest time that i can remember and i was saying probably since bell came out in november which is like months ago um and it's and bell was saying it's kind of sad i was like it's sad but exciting like it's a good thing but also sad because for context like i dated a guy for a little over two months that i really liked and i thought really liked me and like we were getting along really and i didn't even have any good weekends with him on this level like I don't know. I just I had such a good time. I hung out. I just I hung out with someone too for context. But um, it wasn't even like it was just a. It was like the it's the first time I got to like hang out with someone that I was like, we just debated and got along on the same level, and we talked about books and archaeology and space travel and and intellectual stuff, and then joked and fucked around and had a good time and laughed and and ate good food, and watched sports, and then watched a really good TV show, which, by the way, The Old Man on FX with Jeff uh, Bridges, incredible television show, one of the best television shows I've seen in a long time, so good, learned about it that weekend, and I crossed streams for the first, I ha- this is on my bucket list, I've always wanted to fucking cross streams with someone, excuse me while I sneeze. I love that, I... Having done that, I've done some weird shit in my life, like um, giving a blowjob while hooking a tampon out on the toilet. Wait, what? <laughs> Ew! I'm not judging, but I'm judging. <laughs> Listen, I don't give a fuck. Okay, I wait, really no, no, don't. no, I'm not judging. I, no, I'm not actually judging. I'm trying to figure out, like, what was, was it, was it, like, out of necessity? Because that doesn't sound hot. No, I just, we were in the bathroom together, and I was like, oh, I need to change my tampon. I was, like, taking it out, and he... Had to stick out, and it ended up in my mouth. Like, it wasn't... <laughs> I just... So you weren't already sucking his dick, and we're like, I mean, oh, we were kind of, like, making out and stuff, and I think we were going to lead to sex, and that's part of why I needed to take the tampon on. It was a long time ago. Oh, but, like, I yeah. I see. Okay. Okay. Well, yeah, I, I just was like, I'm drunk, and we were coming home from the bar, and we both had to pee, and I was just like, you know what I've always wanted to do is sit on the toilet and have someone pee between my legs. And he was like, okay, let's do it. <laughs> did it. And I was so drunk, I was like, I don't know if I'm going to be able to pee. <laughs> um, I, also far- I also farted immediately. Well, that's on brand. So. You're on the toilet. Of, of course you're farting. Yeah. And then I farted again in bed. 20 minutes later good for you i've learned okay <laughs> this is something interesting too I, I they always say like once you like 30 you start noticing things as you're aging and stuff and at first i was like i really haven't noticed anything like i'm not any less tired i've always ti- i was already always tired i i like don't feel like i'm aging i was already always sore like nothing's changed really but the one thing i think has changed 
is that I <laughs> I think I fart during orgasms now. <laughs> like I think that's just <laughs> I think that I I think something's wrong with my sphincter. It's the like, anal. I, you open that up and now you, you can't undo it. I have a loose butthole now. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not. Or maybe, maybe it's that I've been having more sex as I've gotten older, and I'm getting better at having really intense orgasms. That and like true. the inevitability of the forcing the orgasm to really feel it causes like some farts. You're already naturally but, uh, farty, and then everything's like contracting way more than it used to. Yeah, I I'm telling you, the last like three guys I've slept with, I've like immediately had to be like hey sorry i know that was i farted on your face uh hey sorry i know i farted on your dick on the and face. then yeah I did. um be so bad if you meet a guy who likes to eat ass I, I mean i have but i definitely held it back for him shout out to you know who you are i don't think you watch my podcast but um i then i also because with uh him too i was like I, I was like, I'm, so, I'm like, I'm, so, I'm sorry, I'm drunk, I just farted, and he's like, I thought you queefed, and I was like, damn, I didn't even need to say that. Why did they say anything? Why did they say anything? Fuck. <laughs> so yeah, but anyway, I crossed dreams. I had an awesome weekend. Uh, yeah, it's weird because then, then it's over, and you're like, okay, I guess I wait for the next cool weekend. So I'm kind of like on the on the low end of the high. But yeah, I kind of hate that. Like, there's a refractory period that is really frustrating, especially with somebody with ADHD. That, like, I'm either coming down from something that was really good or yeah. waiting for the next thing. That waiting yes. mode is really hard for me to get out of because I realize I'm doing myself a disservice by, like, putting myself into that mentality of I've just got to cope to the next day because this thing's coming up. Um, because I, I'm not, I'm not setting myself to up to enjoy my day. I'm setting myself up to cope through my day, but yes. I have things, but then I, I want to go do things. I want to plan things. I have things coming up currently right now. I'm struggling to fight against the waiting mode because the end of this month is like, I've got a shit ton of really exciting things coming up and I want to prepare for them. But like, I also have three weeks before all that happens and I still have to live in those weeks. Like, mm -hmm. Yep. Yep. That's kind of where I'm at right now. Cause I also have some stuff coming up at the end of May that I'm very excited for, but I'm stressed about the planning yeah. and I don't want to wait. And yeah. I also want to wait and I will just, it's like, that's like my big, like, even if I have like a meeting during the day, like if I go to work and I have a meeting at one o'clock, I will go into work at nine and sit there until one o'clock. Panic. Same. I actually. And I'm like, <laughs> there's something about meeting days where I'm almost like. I almost look forward to it when I have a ton of meetings in a day because I'm just like, this is a meeting day. I don't have to engage today. I'm just gonna sit in meetings and explain shit. And most of the time, I don't actually have to explain shit. So I'm just like sitting there listening to other people explain shit. It's great. It's like a little mini break for me. Um, but if it's a meeting that I have to, like, lead, oh my god, three days ahead of time, that's all I can think about. <laughs> <laughs> and it's not a, I'm gonna plan this out, and it's gonna be so great, no, right? It's, it's a, a, I'm gonna bomb this, and everybody's gonna think I'm terrible at my job kind of way. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I love directing meetings. I enjoy that. But we don't have nearly enough meetings at my job. Also, the meetings I have can be really stressful because they're with, like, angry clients. I, I never have good meetings. There's never, mm -hmm. like, just – it's never just informative meetings. Meetings are, like, have to prep beforehand and freak out because someone could get mad. We have to be prepared. We have to be able to answer questions. And I'm always, like, I'm going to be on the spot. I'm going to get called on. I'm going to get asked why things aren't getting done. I don't know. I just, like – but not even meetings. It's also, like, if I have a deadline for something <laughs> – I'll be like, I'm, I'm, it's procrastinating. Like, I'll oh, sit yeah. there and not do the work until, like, right beforehand because I'm freaking out about the fact that I have to do the work. Yeah. Like, just do the goddamn work. But you also know that, like, and I think that's an unfortunate thing that we've learned is that you know you're we'll capable get it done. of getting it done. So yeah. it, while, it, while it's in the back of your brain, like, oh, shit, I got to do this. Oh, shit, I got to do this. You are also like, no, it's not due until Friday. You know? like, yeah. And I'm going to do it. I'm going to get gonna it done. Kill it. For the most part, like, 
But then I get really bad at myself if I do miss a deadline. I'm like, dude, <laughs> like, what mm-hmm. the fuck? Yeah. Yep. Oh, my God. Yeah, I'm really – see, I, I'm learning things about myself. I'm really – I'm trying to be introspective in a positive way. I've been really introspective in a negative way for a lot of my life. And so I'm trying to, like, find the things I genuinely – want to improve on and talking to myself more positively internally but I, it's hard to identify things um, and something I'm identifying lately has been that I struggle because I really I do understand concepts in a moment really well like I feel like when people explain things to me for the most part for the most part I, I understand them my retention is terrible my memory is really bad it doesn't build so my Mm -hmm. knowledge like i'll i will understand it in that moment but it's not going to build in the future and that makes me feel insecure but that's a whole other topic the other thing is that i can't explain it very well Mm -hmm. and that's what freaks me out about meetings is like i understand what's happening i know how to do what i'm supposed to be doing but explaining to someone else how to do that I get in my head. I start overthinking it. I I yeah. created systems that make sense in my brain, but I know that a lot of my systems don't make sense to other people for some reason. And my boss is over here who he's like a little bit of a micromanager when it comes to organization. Like he wants everything documented and organized to his specific standards. And it's stressful for me because I don't think the same way he does. So when I'm supposed to lead a meeting and I'm in that position of, okay, well, now I have to convey everything to someone else, I get totally freaked out. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of interesting you say that because that is my my literal job. My, like, title is, like, a technical writer, and my literal job is to work with people like you to translate what you're trying to – the things that you can't explain – I observe and then I translate it so other people can understand it. That's like my job. Like people give me a bunch of stuff and they're like, this is what I do. I I don't know how to explain it to you. Here's all my (laughs) publications. Here's my resume. Here's all my, like, can, and then I have to tell the U S government, I have to take it and translate it for the U S government to understand. So I just want to keep you in my pocket and have you explain all my shit for people. (laughs) If I just sat with you for a day, I could probably be like, yeah, let me translate for you. what Bell is trying to say here. (laughs) <laughs> I like it. Yeah, I got this you. This is why we are good in business together, you know? Yeah. Like, that's the same with the social media. Like, I like social media. I engage in it, and I'm not as active as I used to be, but I feel like you are so much better at communicating that, at least in posts, <laughs> than I am. <laughs> I don't post enough. <laughs> but, like, like, all my, like, descriptions and stuff, they're so generic because they're so my brain you know oh yeah <laughs> even like i have a why. style like i have i have a, i have a style on my instagram i found one text heading that i love and if you see a text heading that is that square like dark thing i have posted that if it's on tgos and it's uh that like slanted black text that's all in caps it's me posting if it's anything else it's babs <laughs> <laughs> No, I was going to say, I can definitely tell, because, like, this is why Belle's always like, I'll do all the editing, can you just do the captions? <laughs> or, like, can you, and I'm like, I really, now I'm like, oh, she's right, I really do need to, because I didn't do it last time, either. So I told her I would, I did it. Uh, dude, I, so I, so what happened last time, too, is it was three failures. One, it, tr- I tried to upload the videos, and I left my, com- like, it was late at night, and I left my computer up and running, and I just trusted that it posted, and I it was wrong, it didn't. Um, and then the second time, I had everything updated. I had the correct description. And then something happened, and I had to delete that description and start again. And I've been using this template from something Babs posted before, and I just forgot to do- to correct it again. I just put the important stuff. I was like, I got to make sure the links are connected. And I was so focused on that that I forgot to update the actual episode description. So if you were here early and you caught episode seven early, which it was episode five, it was episode five briefly, <laughs> which is very off so brand considering what yeah, was in episode Yeah, that's seven. why I was reading. That's why, because I saw Belle came up with the descri- description and I didn't read that it said episode five in the description. And I was reading it and I was like, 
I swear, like, this episode was super emotional, and Sabine wasn't in it once. (laughs) What is that? And I was like, and I remember when we were filming, I was like, this is an important one for a description, because, like, we need the trigger warnings, and we need the whatever, and I decided to put the suicide hotline in there, and it was, like, this whole thing. I was so focused Mm -hmm. on it that I forgot it. (laughs) How does that work? (laughs) Hey, you know what? I also forgot to give you the links to every single one of my ex-boyfriend's social media accounts because that was my shout out so (laughs) we're good there was a question in our discord as to whether or not um severe emotional attachment that is one-sided counted and i thought that was interesting because in your head i think that there is legitimate like grounds for saying that somebody who is uh what is the what is the word um unrequited unrequited love oh yeah Mm -hmm. unrequitedly in love with someone Mm -hmm. you're mentally in a relationship with that person like you're not seeking other people you're not thinking about other people you are focused on what it could take to get to that person so i think it counts (laughs) yes It's a problem. (laughs) It's such a problem. Dude, it's so bad. It's so bad. And I don't know if it's my, I I honestly, I'm trying, I don't want to be like astrology, but like (laughs) it is, that is, that is like exactly a Pisces. Like we are known for that. We are known for the moment we're into you creating a relationship in our head and living in that relationship. And it's um, almost Someone who's been your best friend for what, three years now? Or four or nine. Longer. Um, it, yeah, can confirm. <laughs> but you know what's cra- Okay, wait. So another story. I, I mentioned this last, like, the last podcast where I had gotten out of the relationship I was in and I kind of had, like, a bender weekend. And I was hanging out with this other person who was also a Pisces and highly artistic and super crazy. And I got to witness me from another perspective Except that I internalize, and I usually, like, vent to Belle. I don't, like, throw my... I don't... Yeah, that's I got true. to witness the full force of someone's uh, unrequited... Neuroses. That side... Neuroses, that side of things, where it's one-sided obsession onto me, where they would not leave me alone, and they wouldn't stop telling me about our future together, and we're like, I'm gonna marry you, I'm in love with you. One weekend she spent with this person. One weekend! I spent, I spent one weekend hanging out with this person. We didn't even, like, have sex. We didn't, we just talked a lot, and our dogs got along. It was in, it was honestly one of the most, and I get, like, very caught up in things, so at first I was like, this is really nice, like, she's super artistic, we're having a great time, I'm enjoying this a lot. And then it got creepy, mm-hmm. and I was like, and I felt like I was a um, what's it called when like you're uh you're trying to rescue a, a someone who's like being held hostage. A ho- I felt like I was my own hostage negotiator. <laughs> I felt like I was in a situation that I didn't know how to get out of, and I had to to calmly like manipulatively explain to him why we weren't meant for each other and how to and sneak out of it. And I was bomb. like, and I was like, is this what I'm like? Is this what I'm like to someone who is? who likes who i like but then i realized no i very much don't because i i have boundaries and i know that i can't do that to someone so i just i just i just write paragraphs to bell about it but it was like it was having the extreme though is great because like you get that perspective so it like makes you self think but it's also like good for your ego because you're like i'm not that crazy at least i'm not that you know? <laughs> I'm not that crazy, and I know I'll never do that to somebody, no. and and it no. was just, like, it was just, oh my god, it was wild. I, I just, like, I know some people are obsessed with me, but that was, like, I, I just, like... It was, it was insane. Yeah, it, it was, was bad. It was scary. It was weird. It was, and, like, he still doesn't quite understand the boundaries. Like, he, he lives near me and knows where I live, and, like, our dogs are at the same dog park and stuff, and, like, he's, he keeps saying things like, yeah, we'll take it slow, and I'm like, we're not taking it anywhere. There is nothing. Stop talking to me. I blocked him on social media. I like don't text back when he texts. Like it's just, it's it's strange. And I was just like, I I can okay. What I'm saying, I know I'm not that, but I can kind of perceive where like, if you let yourself go, that's where you can get to with these oh, ideations sure. of what you expect, like how you make up something in your head. 
I think that, that I can there. I can understand that perspective because there was a point in my life where I was so like starved for validation uh, and attention and everything but that I, I was borderline that desperate. I wasn't to the extreme that I've had per, like projected at me because I've I've been through this similarly with um both relationships and friendships. I've had friendships that have been obsessive in a, a problematic way and yeah i think i lean more towards that in friendships than i do in relationships even because relationships i still have that guard that protects me but in friendships i i have gone down that road of being obsessive because this person's paying attention to me because they're giving me something i haven't had before and like yeah. being upset that they're not giving me their undivided attention constantly um, I also, I think also that, like, when we're younger, we do that a lot yeah. more. I definitely was, like, a weird, obsessive teenager when I was in love with my first crush. Like, I, I think that there's just a level of maturity. You start growing out of that when you start realizing it's just not It's a self-awareness. Like, you have yeah. to, you're aware of, like, your impact on people, and it changes and that's things. And also, like, and it's also super selfish, because you're not... You're the other person is being harmed by it. Yeah, like the fact that you can't see outside your own obsession and belief that this is so good that you can't see that you're actually hurting the person you're claiming to be obsessed with and care about. It's just like it's it's like you said, it's neurosis. It's, it's I, I, like, and the worst part is there. Is I, I always felt guilty about cutting off those relationships because I mm -hmm. can empathize and Me I can too. see. Like I I look at them and I'm like I know where you're coming from. Yep. But and I used to not time, cut that shit out. I, mm -hmm. I, and I did. The part of the reason that the two friendships that I, in question that were really harmful to me, um, I, I ended up having to, like, one of them I'm still sort of interacting with because I was able to set a boundary and he respected it. But the other one I had to full on block because I had mm. multiple conversations oh, with him. I know which one this one is. Somebody, for context to people, it's literally someone I met on Overwatch. Um, mm -hmm. I was playing Overwatch consistently in these look for groups. He was a part of it. Um, he I remember those. had this cat that I thought was really cute. And then the cat died. And I was there for him when the cat died. And because of that, it opened up this whole vortex of him every single day texting me every single... I'm not even kidding. Every single thought he had in a day came to me. And I had to, like, consistently tell him, like, I can't respond to all this. I don't have the, like, energy. I'm so sorry. Like, I appreciate you as a friend. Like, I enjoy hanging out with you. But, like, this is too much repeatedly told him that like it was too much of an interaction and too much emotional bandwidth because he needed me to solve all his problems and I had to block him because I was like you're not listening to me you're not understanding what I'm saying even though you say you understand they they will you will that's You'll yes yeah he kept, that's what he was doing too he'd be like I totally get it. Like, I, I understand that you need the space. Like, we, we'll work on it. Too. And then, like, mm -hmm. but, like, little words that get snuck in, like, we'll, we'll, we'll see where we go from here. Or, like, we'll, we'll figure it out together. And I'm like, no. no. But it was totally very much like, I totally get it. I totally get it. You need to work on you. Oh, the other thing he kept saying that drove me crazy was he kept being like, I know you. I know what you need. I know what you want. You've known me and for I, one weekend. <laughs> and I was like, you've known me for a fucking weekend, you psycho. And this was because this was because I had just broken up with my ex. And he was convinced we were supposed to date. And I was telling him I don't I actively, actively, for the first time in over a decade, would like to just not date anyone. I would like to not be obsessed with the idea of having a partner. I would not like to be – I would love to not be obsessed with the idea that I'm probably going to die alone and maybe not have children, and I don't even know if I want to have children, but that I might not find somebody, that I'm losing out on time with a valued partner. Like, all the things that I constantly panic over and that cause me to, like, to desperately try to find someone, I would like to just actually focus on other things for once. And he was like, I know you. You'd be so happy with me. I know what you need. Like, you just need someone who understands you. And I was like, my dude, I have told myself that through every relationship. 
and it has not worked. I need to be single. Get the fuck away from me. But it was crazy how much he had convinced himself that he, like, knew me because we were mm-hmm. so, they were, like, we're, we're so alike. And I was like, that's not a good thing. <laughs> that's not a good thing. That's the other thing. I was like, I'm also emotional. I also, like, when I'm looking for someone in a partner, I actively seek out someone very stable and very yeah. secure in themselves and someone who is able to, because I am very emotional and it can be a lot. It's It's a beautiful thing, but it can be overwhelming sometimes. And sometimes I deal with, like, a lot of feelings and I need someone who when I'm dealing with all of my feelings isn't also going to suddenly decide they want to deal with all their feelings so we're both in some crazy manic emotional bubble together I was like, thinking about I, that I, I trying again to tell him that yeah and he just wasn't he wasn't getting it and I was like you and I would be awful we would kill each other I have no and also I he was okay no offense to, to Bell's type skinny boys I, if I could break you in half with my thighs, I can't be with you. I, like, I can't. Like, she I, likes I a have... manly man. I'm I, dating I someone who's 105 on pounds. This girl got, this girl got wide hips and a big booty. Like, if I wrap myself around you and I can't feel you, if you're not there, like, I can't. And this guy is like that. I just could I was like, no. And he's bad. He's, yeah, Anyway, what were you going to say? <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I was making jokes about the fact that you like a big, muscly man, Lee man, like uh, Gaston, and I... <laughs> uh, beast. <laughs> okay, fair beast. enough, beast. <laughs> but I mean, I Anki is 105 pounds um, and maybe 106 soaking wet. Uh, but... I, mm-hmm. <laughs> no, I was, I was actually thinking about this on the car ride here, uh, from home from work. I was thinking about balance and the fact that, like, there there is a certain level in a relationship of healthy differences. Like, if you're gonna thrive with someone, there, and it, it, it that's something we've talked about too is the consistent theme of overall balance in life. But like in a relationship, there has to be a give and take, and part of that is that differences, those balances, like. I'm super depressive and emotional, and I have a lot of trauma, and Anki doesn't. And that, like, balances it a little bit, because he can sympathize and help ground me, but he's not, like, also spiraling at the same time. When it comes to things like that energy you were talking about, manic energy, meeting manic energy is a recipe for uh, addiction and death. Like yes, wait. That's what I, he he kept being like. That's what's gonna create beautiful beautiful art. That's what's gonna bring out our creativity. And I was like, no, we're gonna get addicted to drugs and kill each other. Yeah, seriously. He, he was he was joking about a suicide pact, and I genuinely believe he meant it. There was a point where I was like, are you gonna kill me if I like leave? <laughs> That's why I was saying hostage negotiation. Like it felt so volatile and freaky. Also, apparently his mother and I have the same birthday, and he latched onto that. And I was like, that's creepy that you're latching onto this. (laughs) Get away from me. (laughs) But yeah. It's just, it's hard because I, I see what could drive a person to that kind of desperation and I sympathize with it. I want to be kind. I want to be gentle. I want to not hurt someone who's already vulnerable and hurt and in a bad position. Um, Exactly. That's how I felt about him. I was like, he clearly is desperate. Like he's been alone for a long time and really wants to find connection. Like the other person who got really attached to me was someone who was really vulnerable. They went through a big transition in their life right as they met me and I was the first person that they connected with after this transition and it was huge um and immediately they're like you're my best friend and they were talking to me every second of every day and it wasn't just talking it was trauma it's dumping me. Bell's, ta- Bell's talking about me <laughs> listen we mutually trauma dumped on each other okay it was fine like went a big we went through this agreement no <laughs> no it was a literal transition it was somebody who was uh, transitioning um, oh okay i yeah. see i thought you meant like the relate like we both Bell and i both transitioned out of 
it's true it's true together. That's, yeah. Babs and I 100% <laughs> trauma bonded um, our two things in common when we first met was video games and a shit relationship like <laughs> that we were both scared to get out of yeah. and convinced each other to do it and look at us look at us now I'm still depressed <laughs> but more ourselves <laughs> Did my headset just die? So we are the Hold predictive on. of oh, today. Man. Let's take take fifty one seconds to reset. Fifty one. Fifty. Forty nine. Did no one <laughs> I can see you counting? <laughs> Did you hesitate after fifty not knowing what came next? <laughs> I can not. count. I'm a grown ass woman. <laughs> you did not just call me out on that. Oh my god. <laughs> That's hilarious. That's staying in the podcast. <laughs> She's now actively reading. I can lips. read your lips, yeah, for the most part. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, this is entertaining. Okay, I missed that because I looked away. <laughs> Fair enough. I said, this is entertaining. This something. I didn't, I didn't catch the next word. Bell. I have big Bell? news for you. I have news for you. I'm pregnant. I'm pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm good at this. Why <laughs> Cheating. Ah, oh, I can hear you now. <laughs> you guessed everything I said. So good. I'd be a great a deaf person, apparently. <laughs> or in a, you could read lips during a hostage situation <laughs> across the buildings. <laughs> so the way my apartment is laid out, um, mm -hmm. my shower's like right up against the door frame, and my bath mat's right in front of it, and it makes it really hard to shut the door because the bath mat is like just yep. thick enough. But also, I live mm -hmm. alone, so I never shut the door to pee because why would I? Um, I mean, even when people are here, depending on the person, I don't shut the door to pee. <laughs> I don't either. To be fair, mine's upstairs, but still, I'll go up there and leave it open I mean, and just why? go. It's my, it's my house. If you walk in on me, that's your problem. But there's always a part of me that, like, when I'm playing a video game or we're podcasting or whatever and I go to pee, I'm like, I wonder if they can hear me pee. I think that, or I think, like, someone's gonna hack my camera and just, like, somehow turn it. I'm like, I'm downstairs, how are they gonna see me? But I'm always, I think about that all the time when I'm naked, I'm like... <laughs> yeah, turn my camera that can't turn, I don't know. <laughs> right? Paranoid thoughts. hack it to it, for sure. Yeah. I have mm -hmm. these cameras up all the time. Somebody, if they're hacking into it, they're getting quite the show of my degeneracy. And my... Oh, yeah. <laughs> I hope I hope that they're hacking in not just visually but audio audibly because the things that I probably say to myself while I live alone in my house <laughs> are probably fantastic. So, um, so for context, podcast, I took a piss. We <laughs> we took a break. Oh. Uh, we're back now, but I'm bringing in a topic that Babs just mentioned. Uh, you said audibly. You say things audibly in your house, right? We mm -hmm. were talking about ADHD earlier, and I watched this video that was talking mm -hmm. about ADHD verbal processing, and it oh reminded God. me of I'm, you. I'm scared. <laughs> well, I mean, it makes sense. I I don't do it necessarily the same way, but I see it um, in the sense mm -hmm. that like a lot of people need to verbally process this. They need to say the same thing out loud maybe multiple times to multiple people and it's not necessarily because they're actively seeking everybody's opinion or everything like that it's because that's it's... the way you're working through it is repeatedly oh, saying it out loud is the way to work through it and considering when i came to see you you said the same Ooh. thing like 50 times that is a hundred percent you like, that is absolutely mm -hmm. how you process and things. And also, it's funny because you say out loud, but I also kind of text you that way. Uh-huh. Like, I'll reiterate the same thing over and over again. And it's not that I'm, like, un I'm not, like, getting what I want from you yeah. so much as I'm, like, trying You're to tell myself over and over. Yeah. That's weird. Yeah. Wow. I'm No wonder I don't have any friends. And I'm, I'm similar, <laughs> but not in a verbal way. I struggle with verbalizing that. I write it. Uh, my yeah. it's it's writing in my diary or writing in text 
writing in my notes app, writing in Tumblr, like I do the same things over and over and over again because it's that's how I process them. Okay, so I also wish I was better at writing shit down because I feel like it definitely would help me, but I feel like writing frustrates me because I end up just like writing chicken scratch because my thoughts race too much past yeah. my ability to write. That is something and I get real annoyed that is something i struggle with um especially with typing and part of the reason that i send messages with so many typos is because my brain is moving so fast that i'll hit the send button before i proofread because i'm already on to the next thought um Mm -hmm. and i'm typing so fast because my brain is moving so fast that i'm not hitting the right keys because that's just what happens naturally my journals a lot of the times are legible and I think part of that is I've come to terms with the fact that if I'm not writing for someone else to read, it doesn't matter if it's illegible. Right now, mm. it's what I'm getting out. What gets so it me, though, is the head more... cramps. <laughs> <laughs> so I feel like it becomes more intentional because you're doing it You're just privately. writing. You're just yeah. getting it out and on paper. And part of what gets me about writing in a journal um, – I literally censor my internal thoughts. Like, there is the most deep-seated paranoia in my brain. Like, the worst, like, conspiracy theory paranoia that I have is that someone's going to hear my internal thoughts and judge me for them. Like, I can't think that way. If I think that, I am a bad person. If I have this thought, someone's going to know Yep, and it's gonna make me a bad person. I can't just have the thought and move on. Um, yeah, and that was actually an issue for a while. And part of the reason I stopped journaling is because my dad would find my diaries and read them, and I got punished for some of the things that I said in a moment oh. where I was processing. Ooh. But writing has still been the best way for me to process because sometimes it's really hard for me to understand what I'm feeling if I can't physically get it out somehow. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I've, I've gotten, you know, living on my own has prevent, provided me with some safety and I've gotten back into a space where I feel like I can safely get those thoughts out but there is still that paranoia in the back of my brain that somebody's gonna find it so i literally start every single one of my journals with if you read this you have to go in with an understanding of this is what i'm thinking in the moment it doesn't necessarily mean anything it's a processing Ugh. fuck you <laughs> um <laughs> yeah oh my god yeah that's rough but it is it is definitely like if you're gonna commit to journaling as a way to express yourself a way to process you have to commit to the idea of it doesn't need to be legible i don't go back and read what i wrote very often i just need to get it out in that moment it can be misspelled it can be scribbled it can be uh weird text it can be huge it can be small it can be whatever you need it to be in that moment um but you're right Sometimes my hands can't keep up with my brain, and it's frustrating. I also struggle, and this is so dumb. I'm aware of how dumb this struggle is, but I often – this is the same mentality when I go to the gym. It's the same mentality when I, like, choose – when I decide – like, when I try to do things that I know are, like, good for myself, I get bored. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I could be having fun mm-hmm. instead of – I could be playing a video game instead of writing my stupid thoughts down. But then – I go and I sit on my couch and I don't play video games either. And, like, mm-hmm. so I, like, don't, you know, you like, paralyzed. I don't ever. Yeah. And it's, that really sucks, too, because I'm always, like, I should be doing something to help myself here, and I'm not. <laughs> totally get that. Uh, That's another it. thing I was actually actively thinking about today is the, like, reward versus uh, payoff kind of thing. I was thinking about the fact that. There are some things that are good for you that I will just never end up doing in my life. And part Mm -hmm. of that is I am so painfully aware of the fact that my life is insignificant and I could die at any day. Like literally anything. I could could get hit by a car. I could get an infection. I could get struck by lightning. I could trip and drown. You could, I could like fall in your house and knock yourself out like, or no one literally you. so many ways that I could die just completely unexpected. 
Um, and there are things that I know that I need to be better about. There are things that I should be focused on for my long-term health. Something that's been really bothering me lately, I am mildly disabled. My disability would be better if I exercised. I don't exercise, ever. It is something I'm trying to be more conscious about. But I'm also not going to make myself miserable just to be miserable in that moment. Like, it just... I will fight <laughs> every moment that I can to not be miserable. Mm -hmm. I want to spend as much of my life as possible experiencing and enjoying to the best of my ability because yeah, so I know my be, life is limited. Yeah, so why be miserable in the gym mm -hmm. trying to get a sweat on when you could be out having a good time? Exactly. And then the, the gym bros will be like, you're elongating your life by working out. But I'm perfectly account content dying at 60 if it means I got to be comfortable and watch TV. <laughs> to be fair, I shouldn't be bitching because I actually did start going to the gym again after this breakup. And I've been doing a very specific – I, I really enjoy, like, weight training. I, I like specifically the major lifts, like squatting, bench pressing, deadlifting. Um, and that and, like, ballet and yoga have always been, like, the only ones I can kind of stick to that actually, like, give me a sense of, like – my. I, I guess what I, I find often for me is that I have to see growth. I have to have a goal. I have to, like, yeah. know that, like, I will get better at something. Like, I yeah. need to be able to actually – like, like I know running, you do get better at it and all that. But, like, for me, running is just this elongated, boring activity. Nothing happens in between. Whereas, like, for example, squatting, for example, if you get a good one and you feel good, you can add more weight and see if you can yeah. do another one. And if you can do another one, you can add more weight. And, like – so for me, like, having something that actually actively changes in the moment, I can see progress while I'm doing it, helps me sometimes. And I actually, I've been going back to the gym, and it honestly has, just as someone who's very lonely, doesn't have a ton of people, and often needs to get out of her home, own head, I, I also am started, I started a 24-7 gym that's only, like, a 10-minute walk from my house. Oh, hell yeah. Has been really beneficial, because, like, I don't have to be, like, I have to get there right after work, or I have to walk Sabine, or I can't go to the gym. And, like, yeah. I can, like, come home. I can chill. I can be like, you know what? It's 10 o'clock. I feel like going to the gym. Or I can wake up super early and be like, you know what? I feel like going to the gym. Or I can go as soon as I go during lunch when I'm working from home. It's just, like, it's super flexible, and that, like, has changed my perspective on it. It's like if I have the access to it, mm -hmm. but I still – also, it couldn't be in my house. If it was in my house, I wouldn't do it either. It's like there's a little bit of a distance. This I right have to here. walk out my door. You can see it. It's getting unclear. This is a uh, stationary bike that is mostly a coast rack, coat rack. <laughs> I was going to say, that does not look like a stationary bike, but then I realized it's because it's a coat rack. Well, so I mean, like, it, it is a stationary bike. It's kind of hard to see because my background's all blurred because yeah. I don't think you guys need to see my entire apartment. But um, I, I've had like the stationary bike, and I do use it sometimes, and I'm trying to motivate myself to use it more, but it is too accessible but at the same time i need to, it to be like the problem is is stick it in your yard stick it out in your well my landlord has one out there but it's rusted as shit uh, <laughs> yeah. i just need to what i need to do is i need to make space for it i just need to i need to have some sort of motivator i i agree with you like having that goal having that progress makes it so much easier to mm -hmm. like motivate yourself to do it um, something I've noticed when it comes to exercising, if I don't feel sore after exercising, yeah. I don't feel like it benefited me, which I know I was, is problematic. I was literally just about to address that. I, so last night I went to the gym and I was doing the, I was doing my program and I, and I was doing hard stuff, but I was doing it really slowly and I was taking really long breaks in between sets. So I wasn't breaking out into a sweat, and I was like, I'm probably not going to be as sore. And I was like, I'm wasting my time. This isn't a real workout. Like, I didn't actually – like, I – why am I doing this if I'm not actively yeah. feeling these? And then – but then this program is awesome because it – like, it – you put everything into the app, and it, in, it inputs and bases on previous data, and it measures the percentage of weight you're adding onto things. And I hit submit, and it was like, congratulations – you have increased your weight capacity for um, bench press uh, five pounds from last week. And I was like, oh, shit. 
you ha- I have to stop thinking that I'm not just because I didn't break a sweat, just because I don't feel sore, doesn't mean that I didn't get out there and move yeah. my body when I would have just sat at home on my couch. And I did actually make a change that if I hadn't been put in put into this app, I would have walked away thinking I hadn't done anything, but I did. Yeah. So like I, like even just like getting up and like sitting on that bike and pedaling for 10 minutes at the slowest exactly. possible rate is more than if you had just sat in your bed for 10 minutes scrolling on your phone. And that's what like, I've gotten I, to with um, like my work breaks. Um, my office has yeah. an, an, an office gym that is not used very often. Um, and there's not much to it. You know, there's like a rowing machine and they have they have stationary bikes there, but the seats are so uncomfortable that they're literally unusable. Like I cannot I cannot use those bikes. Yeah. Um, but they have treadmills. And mm-hmm. everybody in my office is like super obsessed, by the way. Like all these like people in their thirties and forties who are like, I'm gonna go walk the hill because it's healthy for me and they're like obsessed with this idea that you should like take your breaks to go walk the hill outside and I don't like that. But there is this like serene peace to the gym at my office because it's so unused and I go in and I don't turn the lights on when people come in and turn the yes. lights on it bugs me um but I come in don't turn the lights on I'm the only person in the gym and I'm just walking the treadmill and yep. it is it is not a lot it's not but it's something no. I am moving my body I'm moving my joints and it is really really hard for me to move my joints so again context I am mildly disabled. I have a condition. I was born with it. I have actually several medical issues, but this is the biggest one. My The ligaments in my joints are too long. Um, and because of that, none of my joints hold themselves together the way they should. And I've been hyperextending them my whole life that both my bones and my joints are starting to degrade. I am 90% of the day in pain. Right now, I can feel every single one of my toes. Uh, my spine hurts. I can't sit up straight because my body literally doesn't know how to do that. And the only thing that will help with it is strengthening the muscles around it. However, building that strength is 10 times more painful because everything's out of place. It doesn't feel good. Mm-hmm. Um... So it's hard to motivate myself to do those kinds of things. But I know that the worse that it gets, the more I'm in pain, the more I'm like mad at myself for not strengthening things. So I'm trying to do the little things. I'm trying to incorporate it. I'm doing things like, it's so silly, but like playing Overwatch, every time I die, I do like five squats. Mm-hmm. It's just like a little thing to yep. like build it up, you know? And to So I do want to tell you something. If your job has a rowing machine, I don't know if you know this, but rowing is the lowest impact form of cardio you can do to strengthen your joints. It, it is like scientifically one of the best things you can do. It's to really build cardio. hard on my back. Um, and yeah, I will say, it makes sense. I am hesitant to like full on work out at my office gym because I you have to change. And exactly. Then, yeah, I don't want to yeah. get sweaty at work. Yes. And I'm wearing no, my work true. clothes. So there is a limitation Don't there that, that is problematic. <laughs> but I, I agree with you. I think that if I wasn't afraid to get sweaty, I would use the rowing machine far more often. What I would yep. really love, what I wish I had better, easier, more convenient access to, because at one point I had a membership with this, but I just didn't follow through because it was not easy to access, is a pool. Because that is... A hundred percent, you use every muscle in your body to swim. It is the least yep. impact because you're yep. floating, you're not hurting your joints. I can't be a runner. I can't. Mm-hmm. Um, so oh, I guess I never got around to the fact that on my breaks, I will, instead of sitting on my ass scrolling through TikTok for that 15 minutes, I will walk on a treadmill for 15 minutes. Mm-hmm. And I'm still doing the same thing I would have been doing, but now I'm moving now at I'm the doing same time. Activity. Yep. Yeah. No, I'm swimming, I mean, my mom only let me swim competitively when I had my, I've actually never gone into my health history with my arm, but I had, like, a cyst in my arm, in my bone, and I had to have two surgeries on it. It broke twice. It was easy to break. Like, it was crazy. I had all this stuff done to it, but I wanted to compete in sports, and my mom was like, and, and the doctor were like, 
the only thing that won't break your arm is swimming. <laughs> like, you can swim competitively because it's low impact. It's really good for your joints. It's really good to strengthen things. Go swim. So I did a lot of swimming. I'm with you on that. And I, I despite being in a sunny state where pools are super <laughs> popular and also working for a company that makes everything for pools, I yep. don't have a good access to a pool nope. right now. <laughs> Yeah, what the what's wrong with your landlord? They have that beautiful backyard. They should be putting a pool in. They have a hot tub, but honestly, guys, I would uh, I would think there was something wrong with my landlord because if they got rid of their backyard for a pool because it literally looks like Snow White's fucking cottage out my backyard. <laughs> like there's a little Yeah, yeah you photo like, shoots back there. I should. I actually have with my family, but I'm not going to release that publicly because it's with my family. Um, yeah. but over, like, I have a little footbridge, and there's a rock riverbed that doesn't have actually, ever actually have any water in it, because we're in California, and there's a drought, but still, a little river rock bed, um, so many succulent plants and beautiful other plants. The birds are constantly out there. The coyotes are just the other side of the fence. Um, but, like, I would walk out there in the morning, and it's literally, like, snow white. Like, all the birds are chirping, and the sun is oh. shining, and the plants are all sunny, and it's gorgeous. I would be drinking my coffee out there every day. <laughs> but also, Curl, I gotta say, I, I love, like, I have, I love your look and your vibe. I would be so tan if that was my backyard. <laughs> I can't. I, I love, <laughs> what, but even then, like, I, I will sit on my patio which is still shaded but the problem is is like i can't spend my mornings there every morning because i don't know i'm not a morning person so i gotta get up and go to work (laughs) how often i tell myself that i'm gonna wake up and take my coffee onto my back porch and like have my coffee and like listen to the news and i'm just like what time is it oh fuck like drink chugging coffee trying to put my makeup it never works never happens On a weekend, sometimes I will have beautiful, idyllic weekends where I wake up all lazy and I got my espresso machine and I make myself a latte and I go sit on my porch and I listen to the birds. Okay, I could (laughs) not wait. I know we're trying this Comic-Con thing and that's going to be a crazy whirlwind, but like I feel like you should come. I I just want to come out when you and I can just lay in your apartment. I love (laughs) play video games. So much. Like I want you maybe. to come for Comic Con, but I almost kind of want you to come for that more. Yeah, maybe maybe we'll do that this time. I don't know. God, I'm very. I'm honestly I, okay. I'm a little bit worried that you'll be disappointed by Comic Con because it is like a big thing, but it's also super overwhelming, and it's like kind of no. Hard to, I like, know. More than anything, I want to do this stupid Starfire and uh, Raven cosplay with you. Yeah. I really like that. To me, I don't. Maybe I don't care if we do it for Comic Con or just <laughs> together and take pictures. Either maybe way, it's find gonna a happen. Pho- yeah, like we could find a photographer out there who'd want to do like a shoot with us to help us like and then like edit it to look cool. But like, I just want to do. I want to do that cosplay with you <laughs> so bad. So bad. It would look so good. <laughs> so fucking good. All oh, my sims. feet are. Oh, free feet! I call it I call it freet now, F R E E T, because I realized it's free and feet. I would be so bad at like straight up porn, but only only because of consistency. Like I'm, I don't think that I'm all that unattractive, and I have tons of lingerie. However, I think that I could kill it in the feet market because a I have pretty nice feet. My hands. They're not hand models. I have a shit issue with picking at my cuticles. They're they're really bad. They're ugly. They're tiny. They're ugly. I don't like them. My feet. My feet are cute. I can make money off of my feet. I'm also not afraid to step in literally anything. Anything. Step in. I will step in shit for money. I will step in shit for money. You heard it here, folks. I'll step on cake. I'll put my feet in spaghettios like she did. I will put my feet on literally anything you want me to put them on. Same, same. It does not gross (laughs) me out. Not even a little bit. Nope. If you get it on my face, yeah, I have an issue. Actually, my, I'm I. It's like a fifth. Like it, it gets worse. Like my face, I'm like I can tolerate my hair. That's an issue. Oh my god, my hair is rough because it's so thick and I'm like, I lose it. I'm like, where? I, I know I just, yeah. where is it? Yeah. Like, come and on my face. Like, 
it's not yeah. like my thing. I'm not gonna be like, okay, come on my face, I need it. But I'm not gonna be bothered by it. You get come in my hair, I'm gonna be like, uh, that's kind of annoying. <laughs> I told you I almost went blind. Ah! I lost you again. Tell you. I think she's not looking at me. I got you. Sorry, I lost oh, the audio okay. again. I was gonna make you read my lips for this time. <laughs> no, no, I was trying to quick fix. I realized there was a quick fix. No, I was saying I there was I don't know if I told you about the time that a guy did come on my face, um, and I I almost went blind. Oh my god! And I was and I didn't understand why. Like my eyes were burning and cloudy, and I was like, "This is it! Like I'm going blind! Like what the fuck?" And he and I and 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 they also like you know when your muscles are really sore and like you can't bend them kind of like you can't squat. My eyelids were like that. Like it hurt to close and open my eyelids. And I was like, what? I was like, is there something in your cum? So we're Googling it, and it turns out cum has, like, a ton of protein and, like, acid in it. And, like, like it's high, highly pH-acidic yeah. or something. And so it can do that if it gets in your eyes. Like, you have to act like pe they're like, people are like, yeah, people can come on your face. Guys can come on your face to try to avoid the eyes. eyes. <laughs> this is a very, like, strong PSA. There are a lot of kinks out there. You can experiment with so many things. Just listen it's unsexy at first to do the research and to have the conversations but it's so much sexier to have those conversations and do the research ahead of time and know what's safe and be able to just do it than it is uh -huh. to just do it recklessly and then regret it and then be like what the fuck i can't see and the other person be like oh my god what my cum <laughs> <laughs> are we dying <laughs> yeah no for sure and um, on cum aligned so note it's actually is 60 that minutes. What? Look at us. Wow. Ooh, look at that. Warfy fingers. I like it. <laughs> Gotta watch the I mean, there's a little bit of editing out there, but, you know. Yeah. I mean, there's some good stuff in. I think there's only, like, I honestly, you could just not cut any of it. <laughs> watch me pee, folks. I mean, listen to pee. <laughs> I'm kidding, I, we couldn't even hear that. I'm going to be real honest with you, I got nobody to shout out because I'm boring and I haven't been on the internet as much lately, so I really don't have anybody I can point you to I'm other than check out some isopods because isopods are cool. Yes. <laughs> I haven't posted to my OnlyFans except twice during my relationship, so I, if anyone is still following me, bless you. I owe people dick reviews, like I need to get back on that shit. Uh, and make some money, and also do things for you all, and I'm sorry. Um, speaking of porn, I, I need to make some porn for you. Um, maybe I'll just re-release my squirting video. Um, in terms of shout-outs, it, it's pretty good. Did I send that to you? Mm -mm. I didn't? Okay. It was so good. I was like, whoa! <laughs> I caught this on though. camera! <laughs> <laughs> so I was getting some free content. Um, no, I, what am I, what do I want to shout out? No, no, I can't do that. I can't do that. That's too obvious. <laughs> I know where you're going and no. <laughs> I was gonna, I was gonna shout out someone else's podcast, but that's just too, that's too obvious. Um, listen to funny people on the internet. Let's put it that way. Yeah. Yeah. Support your local East Coast comedians. <laughs> Sweet. Shia loves me. Just do it. Um, I don't. Yeah, I really don't. I don't. I also am a very boring person. Shout out to the weekends that are good. Shout out to the good moments. May you have money of them. Shout out to balance in life. You know, there's no like this is so cliche like shouting out things, but like I don't, I just genuinely like I I'm trying to get back into it, but I've been so in my own bubble that I haven't been posting on the internet. I've even been taking pictures that I'm like, I'm going to post. Like, I went to I, um, yes. a Stephen Hofstadter show, which I've shouted him out in the past. He's a comedian that I like, um, and I, I was going to post it, and I just didn't. And it's yeah. not, like, intentional. I just It's kind of healthy, though. Yeah. Yeah. I've actually, like, that's the thing. I haven't been doing as much, and I've, I haven't even been gaming as much. And yeah. I, I've, it's, it's felt good right now. And so, like, I'm, I know I'm going to get back to it. I know I'll get back to posting on OnlyFans. But, like, right now, it's felt really good to just, like, 
read a book, watch a TV show, play games on my own. So I guess the moral of the story is be who you need to be in the moment, vibe with your life, and enjoy social media if that's what you want to do, and don't force yourself if it's not. Yep. Shout out to you. two people who will be discussing this with us on our Discord. <laughs> Good night, folks. <laughs> Good night, everyone. <laughs>